Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam, Dr. Pamela Gums is our very special guest and you could binge listen to everything we're doing here and the documentary is upon us and uh and we will uh, we will let you know um where to see it she's wonderful in uh in that and uh she is the president and uh and the ceo of united pharmacy and she's fresh off a convention uh in las vegas of of california pharmacists and uh, you know the idea of, of pharmacists getting together and exchanging ideas and and you know anybody from different fields uh, is interesting, but certainly pharmacists when it comes to everything that's been going on now. Uh, Dr. Pam, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Was this the first convention of the of this kind that you've gone to since COVID? I uh, no, it's the second one. And how, how did the- they differ? How do they differ? Okay, well, this was just California pharmacists. Uh, they were trying to talk about our future. How we have to get out and make our future, and not sit, just sit idly by, uh, thinking that we're that we know everything. We can't change anything by being. Uh, oh, I can't think of the right word. Oh. Like complacent? Yes, that, that's the word. Yes, uh-huh. And we, 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 we normally sit there and wait for someone else to change the, the rules, the laws, and we go along with it. They told us it's time for us to become a little bit more active. Yeah. Well, and that's, well, it, sounds, it sounds very good. Is there a California uh, pharmacist? Um, is there yeah, a there's higher- a California Pharmacist Association, yes. Yeah. Every state has their own state association do you know how how many pharmacies uh are involved in the association uh well, there's more than 400 oh wow oh that's tremendous yes it is huh and so we're, we're talking about um well i guess drugs um drug misuse overdoses uh, they say that that's the sixth leading cause of death in the United States, they just come out with this new um, drug deactivating bag. Uh, the bag has carbon in it. You add water to it, and you put your medication in it, and it it um, it makes it uh, un- unuseful. And then you can throw it into the trash, and when you throw this bag into the trash, it, nothing happens to our water supply. Whereas normally, um, we put uh, our drugs in the trash or we put take it to a take-back bin. But still, in the end, oh, about 10% of the drug ends up in the ocean. Now, it doesn't affect the human being, but it does affect the wildlife. That's all. Hmm. That's interesting. And... uh you know, there's uh, there's so much to be said for uh, you know for for pharmacists 
being involved or being concerned about uh, the environment, whether it's uh, the air, whether it's the water, whether it's you know the nature. Um, it, it often it's the pharmacies that are leading the way on on many of these thoughts. And uh, still, I mean, there there are still uh, pharmacies that uh, you know that their their top priority obviously uh, isn't just selling the uh, you know like you see the CVSs of the world and and the the big Rite Aids or Walgreens or whatever uh, whatever they are the um, the mom and pop stores uh, are are different and they uh, you know they they're usually you know leading the way on anything that's involved with health and you know and, and the environment you often goes uh uh hand in hand and hand in glove with uh with health issues uh did you did you see a lot of people that you that you don't normally see uh but you've seen over the years Do, uh, have you developed friends um throughout the state uh after all this time i uh, yes you, you see you see a great many people and a great many students our students come also, and it's wonderful to hear what every other pharmacy is doing, what different parts of the state are doing, uh, to uh, make a profession go forward. But like I said, the world is waiting for us to do the environmental thing to help the animals. Nobody's thinking that way. Uh, we have drug take-back bins in our pharmacy also. People bring them in and somebody will take them out and they will burn them. But still, after they're burned, they still find that 10% ends up in the ocean. And there was a recent newscast I heard the other day that the um, they were saying that the lead in the birds, and they were wondering where it came from, and it comes from the water supply. Wow. Yeah, you know the uh, uh, the the water supply here where I am um, is uh, is always a big concern. I live in the Pine Barrens, what they call the Pine Barrens, and you know right in the midst of that, and they talk about the water table uh, being down. So if if somebody puts something into the ground, the biggest concern is that somehow, some way, it's going to get into uh, in, into the uh, the water. Uh, it's it's not so much uh, they're worried about um, uh, you know the plant life because we're not eating you know the pine trees necessarily, but they're more concerned uh, uh, they're more more concerned about what could possibly reach that water table, and uh, and that's a big concern. I don't know if that's something that uh, that was an issue there uh, or something that's uh, that's been talked about. Well, uh, with that in mind, were there uh, are, are there uh, younger pharmacists? Uh, that are uh, that there uh, that were there, and do they seem more interested in the environment than uh, than older folks? They they do appear to be, but the, what the thing is, there are no federal laws and no state laws about the water. About um, when drugs get into the water, even though it's only ten percent of the drug that's getting into the water. And it's a lot of them are antipsychotics and things like that. They are affecting the wildlife, the fish in the water, and the birds that that um, come into the water. We need to talk to our legislator, and we need to start getting laws out there. 
Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's for sure. What Did politicians show up to this? We, we didn't have any politicians this time, no. But um, we need to contact them. All across the country, they need to contact them and tell them to put some laws out there. The sewage plants, yes, they get rid of most of the things that, that can harm the water, but there's still things that go through the sewer, do things that we flush, through the toilet system and things like that, that end up in the water and affect wildlife. And there's no rules on sewage going into the water to um, detect drugs and things like that. Yeah. I, I've i always thought that... um that there was a uh, there was a big concern and maybe you could shed some light on this there was always a big concern and actually before i continue let me remind folks that are just tuning a little late uh or uh turning on their radios or their computers a little late frank mckay here with dr pamela gums from united pharmacy and uh in berkeley california uh dr pam as she's known uh as you could binge listen to her shows watch her documentary frank mckay here so much more importantly, Dr. Pam is our very special guest. But when when people dispose of old medications, uh, it becomes an issue. And I know that different folks uh, were concerned about that. And, uh, you know, whether, uh, you know, even I, I guess they want you to flush your they want you to flush your uh, your medication. Is that correct? I uh, no, no, the they do not want you to flush it. Okay. Um, originally, we used to ask everybody to, if you wanted to get rid of your medicine, to add it to cat litter or something like that, and you put you um, and so it would help to degrade the medicine, so it could not be usable, so nobody could look in the bag and try to take it. It, it, it uh, helps with abuse, but even when you put it in with those things and throw it in the trash, it eventually ends up in the ocean. Uh, this new deactivation bag that they came out with makes sure that they said that nothing ends up in the ocean when it's when the bag if you throw the bag in the trash. Right. And they're hoping that this this will be something that will uh, benefit all people. And they're asking pharmacies to get the bag and hand it out to their patients. Most people um, store the medicine. So you give me a painkiller. I'm in deep pain. But you gave me a bottle of 100. I keep it. The pain is gone. So I'll leave it there for the next time I get pain. <laughs> yeah. Which might not be ever. And your family will steal the pain pills. I have a backache. But my grandmother has some. I'll take it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Our little kids are curious. Different color pills and... They see a pretty pill, and they say, oh, that's nice, and they, they'll take it. <laughs> right. Well, either, either those who think it's candy or those who don't know, who know it's not candy, and that, uh, and, uh, and and they're, you know, using it to try to get high, um, uh, you know, with it, and, and they might be taking something that's very harmful to them that has no uh, narcotic effect, uh, per se, but it could affect their their heart in some weird way or so, you know or something else right i mean uh, you know, that's correct yes so often people um that aren't prescribed end up taking 
something, thinking that it's going to do something or another. Again, Dr. Pam is the voice you're hearing. Dr. Pamela Gums, uh, Frank McKay here with Dr. Pam. I, let me um, uh, let me just ask you about disposing of uh, of medications. Uh, the reason the reason uh, we should we should be getting rid of we should gather old medications and get rid of them even if there are no kids uh in uh in play or uh, elderly people who might take it uh being confused um where do we take that what what do what do you recommend and what is the uh, the pharmaceutical uh, industry and the uh and the and the uh the association of pharmacists california where would they say we should take that uh, you should take them to the pharmacy or to the police station they have what they call I, we have what they call drug take back bins. Yeah. All right. You just bring in the bring your uh, your used medication, and we just throw them in the bin. And then we have someone that comes in, who picks up all, who gathers all the um, used or expired meds, and they take them out to incinerate them. Well, that's what they do. They actually they they put them in a. Uh... And like a, a, a an you know what do you call it a um, a furnace type thing or they uh, yes uh huh have you ever seen that done I have never seen it done no yeah but that's interesting right they uh, they burn the drugs and I I guess that doesn't do anything to the the air uh, they're more concerned with it getting into the water tablet once again that's well they say they say it's only about ten percent gets into the water. And that won't affect the, the the human race, but they're saying it is affecting wildlife. Yeah. And they're saying that there's still no laws on the books, and they should put something on the books by now. Yeah. Yeah. Inter very interesting. Uh, let me ask you about expired medication. You know, for example, I I have. Uh, I, I have a new provider. I have a new um, uh, insurance company. And when my wife switched positions, uh, I uh, I had to switch from one one group to you know a new group. Express Scripts, I think they're called. And sometimes they're late or they're they're borderline late on getting medication. I have, but I have some. Uh, medication that is overdue, and I save it for an emergency um, like that. You know, so rather than take it, I would take an expired pill, like a, a bistolic or a uh, lisinopril or a um, uh, a torvastatin. Uh, now, is am I being foolish in in taking expired as opposed to not taking at all? Okay, expired medication. Um, normally means that the it doesn't have it might not have the efficacy that you really want all right yeah and so you might be playing with your heart or your lungs or whatever it's being used for we suggest to all people that they get rid of their expired medication right away If you um, you say you have some left over. Do you um, when you start taking that, do you finish it up and use the newer medication instead of the expired or what? No, yeah, of course. Well, when the when the new medication comes, 
I uh, I immediately you know discard the old medication, but um, it, you know I, someone had told me once and again somebody who's not a pharmacist uh, told me that uh, um, that it just loosens potency. So does that's it, right, it does. Yeah, you uh-huh. lose po- potency, but it doesn't turn to poison. So you could take it. You could uh, continue to take it. I know. You know, I, I know there's there's men that um, they pay so much money for something like, for example, Viagra, you know, uh, Viagra, that uh, that they take it well past the date. Uh, and and the only concern that they have is the uh, is the potency uh, rate of it. You know, does it work? You know, will it not work? And they look at expired medicine as uh, the the problem with it as uh, is that might not be as strong or it, it almost definitely won't be as strong as fresh medicine. Uh, so, th- I mean, that being said, um, is that the biggest concern or is there some That way- is the biggest concern. That is the biggest concern at this moment. Yeah. You can still have a heart attack if your medicine is not where it's supposed to be. You, you need something very strong for your heart. You're taking something expired. The potency is less than what you need. Yeah. Well, I, I guess what they would say is then that just purchase from your local pharmacy, purchase uh, a, uh, a a stopgap. So if you're not getting, you know, if you're not getting the medication that you need to to get in a timely manner, then um, just uh, just purchase fresh. You know, and it, by the way, it could cost you five dollars a pill. Ten, but I guess they're saying that that's the price you pay to uh, to to stay healthy. But, but you, you should just con- if you're getting your a mail order, just call them up. You only need to call them once to let them know that they're behind in schedule. Yeah, right. And tell them the date that you're supposed to get it, and you're getting it the, the following week. Uh, they will they will adjust the schedule and you'll start getting it on time. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know, very interesting. Uh, do do people ever bring you expired medications? Oh yes, if they bring the expired medication, we tell them to put it in a Ziploc bag. We do not take the containers. The containers they have to cross off the uh, prescription number and their name, and they can throw the the, the containers in the trash. And bring us just just the pills, hmm. or the ointments, or the patches. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. I I also, I you know, I'm not big on uh, you know, I'm big on on recycling and uh, anything that's plastic, including the plastic pill bottles. Um, you know, I like to put in a, a the plastic uh, containers. You know, to uh, you know, or the containers to to recycle the the problem is you don't like your name being on there you don't want people knowing what you take and maybe they can forge something and get a get some kind of prescription um so a, a big deal is to get the labels off if you can um but you know there are those of us who like to recycle the the plastic what about pill bottles you, you so you don't accept pill bottles at all as oh, no 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 those are those are, those are plastic uh, most of them uh like I said, uh, put them in the trash. But cross off your name and cross, use, use one of those Sharpie markers and cross off the prescription number and your name so no one can steal your identity. And that's the way to go. Yeah. 
Let me remind folks once again, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Dr. Pamela Gums or Dr. Pam, less formally, uh, is our very special guest. And we've got a couple moments left, and she's fresh off the uh, the uh, pharmacist of, uh, or, or the, uh, what is it? The, uh, California Pharmacist Association. Yeah, uh, California Pharmacist Association uh, convention that just uh, went on in Las Vegas. Um, your bottom line and, and last thoughts on uh, the convention, was it helpful for you? Do you think people uh, uh, enjoyed getting together now that COVID is over? And was COVID a big subject of the, the conversation? Well, COVID is still a big subject because right now we're, 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 we're learning to have to live with COVID. Uh, and so um, some people wore masks, some did not. They're still wondering about the um, safety of their children, uh, their families, uh, whether everybody needs a booster or not. We think that it will it will be like the flu vaccine. We'll end up getting a booster every year. You know, uh, you know, people are talking about uh, the, uh, you know, being a, a, a yearly, uh, you know, flu shot, basically, right? I mean, that's right. The the incidence of of COVID has dropped remarkably, remarkably. So that's good. Yeah, terrific. So a great job by you and and other pharmacists out there. Uh, you know, you guys have been heroic during this whole situation, and you continue to be heroic. And between you and the doctors, you're, you're making America and the world uh, a much healthier place, and people are living longer because of it. Dr. Pam, thank you very much. Okay, well, thank you. Frank McKay signing off. Dr. Pamela Gums has been our very special guest. Uh, she's the subject of a documentary, and she is uh, the subject of an extensive radio series. Frank McKay signing off. Dr. Pam has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.